Welcome to the Fully Alive Man podcast. This is a podcast to help men become fully alive by doing life together. My name is Lee Rogers. I work for North Point Community Church. I work with men's groups, men in community, and I am here as always with the illustrious, notorious, whatever else is, Doug Hurley, gentlemen. Hi, Lee. How's it going? <laughs> Was that a nickname? No. Hey, Lee. Oh, Haley. I'm I'm dropping it. Yeah. You're you're losing the whole nickname thing. Yeah, that whole guy at the pool. <laughs> He's going to be that crushed. Bagged, that bagged on me for my horrible nicknames. <laughs> He's going to be crushed when he hears this. Why didn't you just get better nicknames? Hold on. Let me Google it real quick. Something to work on. It's something to work on. All right. We can discuss offline. How you doing, brother? It's good to see you. Hey, good to see you too. I'm having a great day. It's hot outside. I love it when it's hot in the summer. Things are going really well. How about you? Oh my gosh. I'm so, I love summer and we needed it after the whole homeschooling thing that we weren't very good at. Yeah. And so having no curriculum and just chilling is good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, here's the deal with today's podcast. It's a very exciting time. Today is the release of this podcast is the two-year anniversary of the Fully Alive Man podcast. This is number 48. Um, I'll just do the math. That's two a month for the last two years. And so obviously we are going to talk about remembering and celebrating. Um, What comes to mind for you when we talk about remembering and celebrating? Man, it's it's so easy for me to not do it. So that we're talking about it today is so good because I can just, I'm a guy who's looking through the windshield instead of looking in the rearview mirror. But anytime I get reminded about it, it's there's always great value in it. So yeah, that's I'm glad really we're talking good. about it. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I have a, a wife who is awesome at celebrating and remembering, and that is super helpful. I mean, this dear sweet woman um, celebrates everything. You that's know, so she, cool. She remembers to to bring flowers or buy gifts or mark an occasion. Um, so yeah, I, I've learned a lot over the last seventeen years about celebrating. How about you, your natural bend? Which way do you go? I did not grow up in a family that that made a big deal about remembering and celebrating. Yeah. It just, it just wasn't a thing. And so, yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm an enthusiastic human, so I can jump on board pretty easily, but, um, yeah, I like it better. You are an enthusiastic human. <laughs> you said that very enthusiastically. I, you are though. I've never thought of like that phrase to describe you, but that's you, man. Yeah. I think we even have an enthusiastic family. Yeah. We describe ourselves as that anyway. So as we think about this podcast, Over the past two years, I think what's important to remember is, I guess most importantly, that even after two years, we still want this to be what we started it to be. Granted, it's gotten a lot better. I feel like our content's better. We're better at recording our voices than we were in the beginning, or I am, I should say. Doug, you always had a fantastic voice. But we still want to create a touch point from us to men who are doing life in community and intentional groups. That That's like the number one. Two, we want to encourage, inspire, and energize men who have discovered and embraced this better way of doing life. 
doing life with other men, we obviously truly believe is a better way of doing life. And, and thirdly, we want to equip groups of men to have better experiences with each other and God by just making this podcast a resource. I know not every single podcast is like a great resource to dive into deep conversations, but hopefully most of them provide some sort of content that will lead to deeper conversations in your group if you want to use it for that. Um, is there anything I missed, Doug? No, man, you you said it all right there. And and this is something where we totally want to just, you know, empty our cup or have the church support yes. the, the guys and their groups and and men in community and uh, nothing more. So well said. Gosh, especially now that everything has kind of gone digital for the most part, it's awesome that we kind of have this platform to talk to guys. Um, and I think it's just great that you and I can model having conversations, sometimes heavy topics. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes we don't even agree on mm -hmm. everything, but we can keep it light and we can trust, respect, all of those things and and continue the conversation no matter what. And even when we do go deep, there's respect. Like it's so it's if if we have different opinions, like yeah. it's okay to have a different opinion. Yeah. I I respect almost every wrong thing that you say and I'm good with that. I feel great about it. You're just giving me the silent chair. <laughs> I'm, giving, I'm giving him the stare like from 14 feet across the table for the safe coronavirus distance thing. It's like, did you just say that? There's so much power in the no response. <laughs> like, I just refuse to respond. Well, the thing is, it had no impact uh, for the listener unless I explained it. But yeah. now that I explained it or you laughed about it and I had to explain it. Yeah, that's right. Enjoy the no response. Yeah. All right. So the other thing I want to do is we remember back, and we will have some sort of helpful content, hopefully, in this conversation. But... Also, just want to remember back, give a shout out to some of the folks who have helped us along the way. Obviously, you have to remember the original co-host, the Robbie Engel. You? you remember that guy? Yeah, I love that guy. Just <laughs> talked to him a couple of days ago, man, and he he is a, a titan in the uh, Christian world and men's group world. He is a titan for sure. Um, and it was funny. I kind of rode his coattails in in creating NP men and putting some structure and strategy around equipping men to do groups better in our church. Um, but we both kind of jumped in with this podcast idea and it took us a couple of months to, to make the first one. It, uh, it took some effort and took some doing and it was mostly getting rid of a bunch of bad ideas. <laughs> like we had tons of Brilliant. One of my ideas, I will say, actually, oh, yeah. was to review a different barbecue restaurant in our area every week. I thought it was like genius. to have that be a little segment. Yeah, on, a yeah. little segment, like your weekly barbecue review. That way, if you're in a group of men, you could you could go. If that it's sounds a great like a great what, or you what? would know where not to go. Why that is that a bad idea? Robbie and Jason, and I think Will too, um, all thought it was not a great idea, and I thought, gosh. I would be eating some free barbecue because the podcast would need to pay for that. <laughs> anyway, I had, yeah. Everyone tithing to this church just went, hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think I might have I to decrease by X percent. Just a notch. Um, also want to thank Jason Day, who's in the room even yeah. right now. Been with us from the beginning. All right, this is what Jay Jason has brought to the podcast, other than voting against my incredibly awesome, brilliant barbecue review idea. <laughs> Jason keeps us real. Like, especially in the beginning, we had all these, like, high 
ideas of what it was going to be like. And gosh, guys are going to think this is amazing and so cool. And Jason's like, nah, I don't think guys are going to listen to that. <laughs> going to be so excited. He does keep it real. Here's yeah. one. Here's another thing that he does that I love so much. Um, we'll be in a meeting, you know, a bigger meeting, cross-functional team. And me or you or Reggie will get asked a question. You know, hey, Doug, what's the um, that uh, TPS report? You know, what's the bottom line there? And we just kind of look over at Jason right. and point at Jason. <laughs> yeah. And Jason always has the answer he's every got time. The numbers. He's got the numbers. Yeah. He's got the feet. Yeah. He's got the real. He's Keeps got us the real. real. Um, also, want to thank Will Intrican, of course, our original producer, editor, put together like the original sounds and the original format. And gosh, he edited a lot of rambling over the years. Um, and also, and Will has moved on to bigger and better things, but I do, I will plug his podcast that he currently has going with his wife. It is the Gen Y podcast, G-E-N-W-H-Y. And they just, they talk about stuff, but it's awesome. They have an incredible, like enjoyable relational rapport in it. And they talk about cool stuff and they have cool guests. Everything that guy does and says yeah. and looks is cool. That's right. His tattoos are cool. He looks cool. His voice is cool. His podcasts are cool. Any yeah. ministry thing he's ever done is cool. Yeah. He's next level cool. He's just cool. We're, we're never going to be that cool. Um, and then... Um, finally, we have to thank the mighty John Woodall, our mentor, sage, wizened older man who gave us many two minutes at a time wisdom from the woodses that, gosh, unfortunately for the rest of our effort, we probably got more great feedback about those wisdom from the woods than anything else. Hey, that 38-minute podcast you did, um, I didn't listen to 36 minutes of it, but that two-minute Woodall piece that's exactly was a gem. Right. Man, that thing Woodall said. Talk about a titan of all titans, man. That, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And um, just that background noise of a fi crackling fire. Granted, Woodall's probably never, I don't know if he's ever built a fire in his life. No. But, but never. We'll put that in there, and it was awesome. Sounded so cool. Also, I know that these people never listen to this, probably will never listen to this podcast, but Leslie Haynes, Sean Ferrara, Mike Davis, gosh, those guys helped us a ton when we were getting started putting content together. Um, just different folks we've worked with uh, here at North Point. They were huge. And, and finally, we have to thank our current editor, the mighty Canadian Reed Grevin, yeah. who puts many ramblings together <laughs> to a much more concise, if you guys can believe it, a more concise, enjoyable listening environment than it would be otherwise. Well, there's one other person I, I want to thank, and, yeah. it, and it's you. Uh, and, and really, not just you, but you and Jason um, and Robbie. You know, when I came on board uh, almost a year ago, and you invited me and said, hey, be part of this podcast. Let's keep it going. This is so good. And I'm like, man, those are big shoes to fill. You know, you crush it. Robbie crushes it. And they jump in. And um, But you're like, no, man, we'll we'll figure this out together. We'll have our own mojo going on. It'll be good. And um, just so open-handed and so inviting. And it's been so fun. So thank you. That's right. No, thank you for jumping in and, and being a part of it. And um, we never... Robbie never gave me the no response. <laughs> I thought that was really going to elicit another no response. Um, and I think the last thing to remember and celebrate 
about the podcast is just all the notes and stories we've received from the men who listened, are inspired, encouraged, equipped. Guys have given us topic ideas and man hacks and all sorts of advice that has been super helpful. I've been in different environments around our church and in men's groups and and guys will hear my voice or your voice and be like, oh no, I listened to the podcast. You know, I forgot about that. Um, a guy came up to me at Starbucks once. I think I was wearing a Fully Alive Man podcast t-shirt, but he's like, oh man, I listened to that podcast. I was like, what? You gotta be kidding me. So yeah, you never know. But and then he's like, it's you, it's, it's your voice. You. And I'm like, my name is Robbie. I was like, do you like it? <laughs> if you don't like it, my name is Robbie Engel. Send me all your complaints. That'll be fine. All right. So there we go. We've remembered and celebrated the last two years. We crushed that. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Nailed it. So now let's take a very hard right turn um, because we do want to make this useful since we are speaking into microphones and recording this. But just the idea of remembering and celebrating seem like, as we read the Bible, huge ideas to God. And they're they're big ideas in the lives of men that I know who are wise and worth following. I mean, we joked about John Woodall, but I don't know anyone who remembers dates and significant moments in their life better than that guy. You don't have to have a conversation with him long before he he tells you, you know, how long he's been a Christian, how long he's been married, you know, all of those sort of important things to remember. Do you have anyone in your life like that? Are you one of those guys? Um, I a little bit. Uh, I, I'm not big on celebrating, but I'm big on remember. Like I'll remember the dates. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, but would I would say would all. You know, we've. I think we've all. Everyone sitting in this room has been blessed by him, and not just the ability to remember that, recall that, and celebrate, and or mourn or lament things that have happened in his life. But he's done such a good job of pulling that out of other men. Yes. And and showing them the significance and the importance of that. So I'm grateful because I feel like I just have a higher uh, sensitivity or, or conscientiousness towards that because of him. Yeah, that's good. And it just, I mean, and this is what we're talking about, but it helps to remember. I mean, we've all heard the the cliche saying of what's not remembered is repeated or something, some variation of that. But again, as we look through the Bible, we see a God who remembers who marks events, sometimes Mm. even with stacks of rocks, sometimes with yearly feasts, Mm. um, sometimes with a a weekly Sabbath or something like that. Um, In the Old Testament, God insisted on remembering, um, and you hear it over and over again, his covenants Mm -hmm. with, with Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. And so for us to remember things like that is a way that we reflect his image, is a way that we are like him in that. God told his people to to remember how he delivered them from Egypt. Mm-hmm. And this kind of continues with us as well. I mean, we're under the new covenant, mm-hmm. but we can still remember how we were delivered from our own sin and bondage or whatever that is. I know for me personally, delivered from tons of bad habits, um, things that could have been probably even worse addiction type issues. So yeah, remembering that stuff is huge. Yeah. So how do you, Doug, remember, I don't know, moments in your life that God has delivered you from something? One of the ways that I feel like I, I do this is walking through story and, and, and telling story. And I don't even think I'm a, 
a great, yeah. I'm not a bad storyteller, but I don't think I'm a great storyteller. I know, you know, some people are just amazing storytellers, but the, the power of story and reflecting that back to my kids, to my friends, yep. how I came to Christ, how I met their mom, how I, um, how the, when we first had them, I mean, they are asking me all the time, daddy, daddy, tell me another story about me or us or mommy or you. And just, uh, so kind of just re reflecting back over and over verbally, just some kind of story. Yeah, that's huge. I, I was thinking the exact same thing that, um, in the, the job that I do and you do the same thing is we end up sharing our stories with a lot of different guys and, it's like each one is an opportunity to celebrate to some degree, not in a cheesy, weird way, but to some degree, gosh, an incredible God who's done incredible things in our lives. Yeah, I love that, Lee. That is, I mean, it's sometimes you can feel like, oh, I'm talking about myself a ton or, you know, yeah. there's this yeah, egocentrical yeah. piece to it, but there could, there could be. But, sure. but if you're approaching it from a lens of like, oh, what a grateful heart I have for what God did here, or even a person in my life did, and I'm sharing that story, that's a whole different uh, optics to look through. Yeah, because it's it's uh, it's truly his story yep. um, that we get to be a part of. Also in the Bible, we see in the Ten Commandments, God says, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. And I know some people that take that very seriously, even a 24-hour period off every week. I am not super good at that. What about you? Do you keep the Sabbath? Do you remember the Sabbath? This is uh, so funny. I went, um, I felt led to do that for a number of reasons. I don't want to spend too much time on, on why, but um, I tried it for three or four times, and Woodall knew I was doing it. So I texted him you know, in the middle of my Sabbath, my first one. I'm like, this is miserable. <laughs> I'm not me. producing, I'm not working, I'm not doing anything, yeah. I'm not getting something done. And he's like, huh, I'm not surprised about that. <laughs> um, awesome. So it's, I'm not, uh, I'm better than I was. It's still tough, but I went away from like the mandated, I'm starting at 6 p.m. on Friday night and not yeah. doing anything. And what I'm doing now on Saturdays, I I don't do any work. I don't, I don't do any, anything yeah. super productive. Take it light. Take it light, try to put the phone away and just dial into chill, family, good food, hanging out and just having having fun and thinking about God. Yep. I, that's pretty much me too, is I, I take it light. Um, it is not hard for me like it is for you to not work, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I intentionally um, try to take at least one of the weekend days to not do yard work, not do a bunch of tasks, not put that on the rest of the family as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, some effort. We're making some effort there. Um, I think back in the book of Judges, it shows us mostly what happens when when we don't remember. It's like Shwack. It's like if you read it all the way through, it's like, how do you not remember? <laughs> um, but yeah, a little more obvious to us when we're reading it. And even now, Jewish people celebrate through those um, same, which is so amazing if you've ever been part of um, very many, I don't know, Jewish rituals or holidays or feasts, the way they remember the history of their people over the past, gosh, 6,000 years um, is super incredible. I mean, it's just so interesting to me, but I might be a nerd in that way. And then if we jump to the New Testament, Jesus tells us to remember, to remember him every time we eat bread or take a drink. And I know that we we mostly do that around specific communion ceremony type moments, but 
it seemed at the time it was like, hey, this is a common thing you're going to be doing all the time. When you break bread, remember my body's broken for you. And when you drink wine, remember my blood spilled out for you. And we have that opportunity. Obviously, we eat and drink every day. We can just remember that incredible work. And it's so crazy that he said that before those things happened. Which was, that's why it freaked him out. Yeah. They were like, what are you <laughs> it was talking about? Freaky. Um, but now we get it, you know. Yeah, we in should. In the rear mirror, we're like, oh, we remember. Yeah. We remember. We remember. And we should talk more about communion on a podcast at some point because there's so many cool things. Oh, gosh. That's a great topic for a podcast yeah, down the road. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff to talk about there. So, yeah, that's a, a just a quick idea of the value of remembering and the value of celebrating. Obviously, it's a huge part of the Bible. But we want to get into something a little more practical, some ideas of how you can do that as an individual and as a group. But before we do... Let's pause for the most amazing segment in the history of our podcast, a little something we like to call Man Hacks. All right, a man hack, as you probably know, is a tip or a trick to help you in life, which we love to provide for the listener. Any chance we get? Well, this time, we're not giving you a new man hack. We're remembering some of our favorites from the past. Actually, a favorite from the past. Doug, what is one of your favorite man hacks from the past recordings? This is before I came here. So this was either you or Robbie that came up with this. But if you want fresh fries when you go through the drive-thru, which everybody does. Yeah. And you don't want the ones that have been sitting there for like three and a half hours. Ugh. Um, just say, hey, can I get fries with no salt, please? No salt. Boom. Fresh fries. Fresh fries every time. Every time. Put Whoever came up with Was that you or Robbie that came up I with that? I think Robbie gave that one. I'm not 100%. Yeah. That's a winner. It's genius. How about you? Yeah. So my favorite one, I'm not even going to say I use it all the time, but my favorite one is the one that we called Steam the Cream. <laughs> and this man hack, the way it goes is that if you order your coffee from Starbucks, wherever, um, really Starbucks, and once you put your cream in it, it's not as hot as you want it anymore, you can ask them to <laughs> steam the cream for you. And that way you have hot cream right in your coffee, and your coffee isn't cooled down by the cream you put in it. It was funny. It's genius. <laughs> it's genius. It's genius. Learned it from a barista. It was funny the first time, and it's still funny now. Did you- <laughs> I don't know why. Do you do you do you order that because it's so funny to you and you just want to say it out loud, or do you actually enjoy the steam the cream type coffee that you get? Yeah, I think on a really cold day, I, I want my coffee to stay hot as long as possible, and so that that's when I'm steaming the cream. So mo- we're in Atlanta, so most days you're not doing that. You, most days I'm not. No, but you want to say it every time you go, but you don't <laughs> yeah. unless it's cold. I want to scream it from the rooftops. <laughs> That's a weird thing. Okay, hope you've enjoyed this blast from the past of our favorite segment we call Man, Man Hacks. Okay, so let's jump back in. To be clear, we are talking about remembering and celebrating, but really, what we're talking about is keeping God center and making Him the priority. Obviously, we remember birthdays and holidays and um, thankfully soldiers and our freedom and all of those things, and those are important. But really what this is about is remembering the goodness and faithfulness of God because that helps us. It helps us maintain our faith, our belief, but also in darker, unclear times, it just reminds us of, of God's goodness, which unfortunately I need reminding of often. 
Gosh, we all do. I mean, we all do at certain certain seasons of life, but we all, everybody does right now. It's just such a tough time in the country with coronavirus. And so we all do, because we we don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of days, couple of weeks with this. Uh, but we do remember God and how he's faithful and amazing. And so that gives us a whole different kind of hope. That's right, because this too shall pass. Yeah. So we'll start with the individual ways of remembering and celebrating and Gosh, we're going to throw out an idea of a way to do that on a regular basis. This is something I don't do all the time, but I have done a lot of times. And it's just a great sort of process to go through remembering. And you you probably have ways that you do that. I mean, if you're a journaler, that's a way certainly to remember what's going on and what you've heard from God and what your prayers are and that sort of thing. Some people even do prayer journals and praise journals. And gosh, I've heard incredible stories about those sort of things. I've never done it myself, but that's an awesome thing to do. But one of the things I've learned that's been super helpful for me is called a prayer of examine. Have you ever heard of that? I have heard of it. It's a quick structure that, as far as I know, was created by one of the early church fathers, Ignatius of Loyola. And um, it's really just a step, it's a five-step process. And the way I've done it is just, honestly, right before bed. Like, as I'm laying down to sleep, instead of scrolling through Instagram, just take a few minutes, do a prayer of examine, and um, we'll include a link in the in the show notes so you guys can see this with a little more detail. But just to go over it really quickly, step one is, and, and this is all according to Ignatius and the way he, he put it out there, but step one is become aware of God's presence. And really, you're just sort of praying and reviewing the events of your day. Start when you woke up. And, and just go through your whole day and become aware of God's presence. Step two, review the day with gratitude. This is when you're thinking through your day um, and being thankful to God for gifts, blessings, moments, relationships, whatever it is. Step three, pay attention to your emotions. As you remember your day, is are there emotions that sort of rise to the surface? And can you detect God's presence in some of the emotions you feel, even as you just remember, you know, your day since you woke up, not talking about distant memories, just, just memories. Step four is to choose one feature of the day and pray from it. So as you've remembered the the past couple of steps about your day, if there was a significant moment, just pray into that moment and allow the Holy Spirit that's in you just to sort of bring that moment up and bring light to you about that moment so you can pray about that. And then the last step is to look toward tomorrow. And that's just thinking about whatever happened today, how will this affect your day tomorrow? Um, how will this sort of inform the way your your day tomorrow goes? So simple prayer of examine, it seems like, gosh, those are five steps of using words that I don't use all the time. Mm. I can understand that. But if you do it a couple of times, you'll put it in your own words and it'll be easy and good and enjoyable. But I've really enjoyed it. It's just a, it's a way of um, searching your own heart and taking stock of your day. It's really good. I love what I love about it. And I've only done it one season of my life when I was in school. The last couple of years I finished up recently. But um, when we would meet together as a cohort, we would do it. I had never heard of it. And then we did it. And it was it was kind of weird at first, just because anything else, you just got to get used to it. Yeah. 
But then I was like, this is really good because I'm diving into things that I normally don't do. Like, how do I feel? <laughs> yeah. You know, instead I'm, I reflect on what do I think and what do I want to do tomorrow? What, what, what do I want to do in a year? But just to sit there at the end of the day and, and be introspective about what you walk through and to remember it is there was something cool about it. Yeah. And, and it, it has helped me even keep short accounts with Holland and the kids of like, gosh, I, I wasn't really thinking about that that could have been heavy for one of the kids or that might have really hurt their heart. And I can follow up the next day and just keep short accounts that way and make sure we're maintaining relational connection. You're also building a muscle. You, I just thought of this as you said it. You're building a muscle to do that. I mean, anything that you do every day becomes a habit. Yeah. So you're developing a muscle of what I would say, what you're teeing up in this podcast is God wants you to remember and reflect. And if you're doing that every day it's going to become a habit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's an individual way to sort of remember and celebrate. But as you think about your men's group and the the guys you're doing life with, doing community with, what comes to mind for you on ways to remember? If the guys are meeting on a weekly basis, let's just say, because that's most what most groups are doing, is, um, man, sit, to get, sit together as a group and do it together. Like tee up those questions and then sit together as a group, eyes closed, and pr- and think through it, and pray, and just give some space and time to see how the spirit talks to you, and and then share with the guys. Yeah, you know, hey, this is what I feel like has happened in the last seven days since yeah. we met each other, and and these are the things I've been feeling, and this is what I feel like the Holy Spirit's saying, and yeah, just share it with the group. It doesn't have to be anything super lengthy or verbose, but. That's a great way to do it. That's what I did with my cohort, the group I was in, in school with, and it worked great. Yeah, that's awesome. Take whatever you're doing individually and just bring it to your group. Yep. Yeah, that makes total sense. I think also with your group, another important thing to do, I would say, is just be intentional about taking a whole group meeting and remembering how the group has gone. If you've been meeting for you know six months, a year, if you've been meeting for 10 years, um, take some time just like, guys, Let's remember um, what God's done. You know, maybe we started with different guys. You know, how did that go? What happened? And and how have we changed? What's what has stood out to us since we started meeting? Really celebrating what God's been doing for your group, um, what you guys have done as a group. Maybe ask the guys: Is there a book that stood out to you? Is there? Do you remember a quote from a guy in the group that that has meant something to you? But it's one of those things that we have to be intentional about doing. You know, we got to put it on the calendar or somehow get it in our head of like, hey, we need to take um, one of our meetings and just remember, um, because there's usually a ton to remember. Um, hopefully, there's something to remember, some sort of growth in there somewhere. It's an, I bet it's kind of like, uh, it's probably surprising when you do that, all the good things that you forgot about. Yes. That's, that's a guess. Yeah, that's a absolutely. Guess. Yeah. It'll bring them to the surface. Another way, and you can be as creative if, as you want with these sort of things, but if something works for you, find a way to get that on the calendar to do continually. But another way is just to ask guys to tell their faith story since they started the group. How has your faith changed? What did you believe then that you may believe a little different now? What have you gained understanding um, about yourself or about God on? Another way to do it is to ask everybody to take five minutes, five minutes of silent prayer. I, 
I honestly don't think you need much more than that. Usually you could do it in three minutes, probably the length of one piece of music. <laughs> you could do it without words. Um, no, six seconds, six second prayers. Come on. <laughs> yeah, we can do this in under 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> but just take a few minutes, ask every guy, um, to, to pray and show them what God's been doing in their life over the past month or year or, or how, however amount of time. And um, gosh, it just, it, it will help you gain perspective for yourself and, and what's going on in other guys. And you'll gain perspective on yourself as you hear from other guys, which is always good. What else? Any other ideas about remembering, Doug? Gosh, man, I think those are a couple really good ways that we could do it or guys could do it. I want to do the, I want to do the one, the one that resonates the most for me and I haven't done this is what you said. Um, tell us how you've grown in your faith since you became part of this group. Yes. Cuz when you know the deal, when you get into a group, hey, tell me your story, tell me your story. Well, we tell our entire life story, but a year in or two years into the group, hey, how have I changed? Yeah. Like what metamorphosis or evolution or progression have I gone through in my faith? That is I love that. Yeah. So that's and, my favorite. And if you haven't that's good to know as well. That, that would be good to <laughs> pay attention then, to. Then what's going on with yeah. the leader? What or... am I doing here? Yeah. Um, wasting my time. And the last thing that came to mind, just another fun thing you can do as a group, is find a study on um, feasts and celebrations in the Bible. Um, it's so interesting to look at how the the spring feasts pointed to a Messiah, Um the, the fall feasts seem to point to a second coming. Um, there's so much symbolism, interesting um, things going on there. I don't know. Maybe I'm a, a geek about that stuff. But, um, but that can be a fun thing to do as a group um, as well. And there's a billion studies out there. I don't have one in mind necessarily. But yeah, just another way to look at the way God remembers and encourages us to remember mm-hmm. what's going on. So yeah, that's it. That's number 48, Doug. We did it. Crushed it. We absolutely crushed it. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, man. I am going to show up, by the way, for number 49 with a nickname again. All right. Back on board with the nickname. Back on board with the nickname. I just had to throw that jab out there (laughs) one more time. Yeah. I appreciate it. And I know the guy who is a very faithful listener. Um started all this trouble. I don't know how um, I'm going to get you, but I'm going to get you to tell me his name. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> but yeah, guys, as always, we want you to ask yourselves, um, what does this mean for me personally? What am I going to do about it? How can we as a group help each other? But but think about these things. Go deeper in it um, yourself and bring it up in your group. Like, hey, what do you guys think about taking next time and just remembering what God's done um, since we started our group, whatever it is, but make it useful for you. And as always, we we want your feedback as well. I mentioned that earlier that we've enjoyed getting feedback. Um, so feel free to email us at mpmen at northpoint.org or just comment somewhere on the podcast. Um, but as always, like it, subscribe to it, five star that sucker, and we will see you next time. 